Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And you see recording on your end? I do see the red word recording. I can hear the jangling of your fucking vodka drink. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> aren't you about? Aren't you about to get a massage? Is it good to drink vodka before you get a massage? I don't know, but it's been a day already. I had to go have a hepatitis A vaccine. Oh God! Or is this a massage by some guy named Pablo? And by pop <laughs> massage, he sticks his penis in your ass. Here's the thing. Anytime someone says, I'm going to offer you a naked massage, the last thing that's going to go on is a massage. Unless it's a prostate massage. That's true. (laughs) And your back's not going to feel better the next day. In fact, it might feel worse. It's going to feel tighter. Because you did freaking But your ass won't be. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love, exciting and new, go online, they're catfishing you, shocker, fiance, soon you'll be flying to parts unknown, 90 day fiance, marrying someone you only on your phone be they French or Chinese a brand new K1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what poodle to love <laughs> it's 90 day gate let's love yeah you did freaky deaky shit like Annie would apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what I finally like her. <laughs> it took <laughs> it it took me half a season, but I finally like her. And you know what? It's switched because now I can't stand Natalie. <laughs> oh, oh, she's the absolute worst. So, okay, so apparently we have a lot to talk about, y'all. Yes. Y'all, this is Naughty Day Gays. We are we are doing this remotely today. We are. She's somewhere in Texas. I don't know where. I'm um. in Austin, and Poodle's in L.A., but y'all get used to this, because Poodle's going to fucking China, so this is how our shows are going to be for a month. This is how the show's going to be through January. Um, we're going to be talking over each other a lot, uh, but it's just how Which it has to work. Which is normal. 
<laughs> it is normal. It is normal. So, welcome 90 Day Fiance. Uh, Gay! Not- 90 Day Gays, you fucking whore! 90 Day Gays. We're, we're, today we're recapping 90 Day Fiance, Season 7, Episode 8, titled Judgment Day. Term, like Terminator 2, Judgment Day, which is also, because coincidentally, my mother's favorite movie. <laughs> I love that that's your mom's and my dad's favorite movie my is My mother, my mother will, that is so fucked up. My mother will tell you to this day, you know what my favorite movie is? Terminator 2. It was so cool. He just like <laughs> blew those assholes up. Your mother really is a lesbian. <laughs> like, really. She just loves action movies. I think Mother Poodle would mother be like. Mother Poodle. She, she would be, be like, a great box eater. She would be like Tania in Costa Rica, just lip, being a being a woke woman <laughs> sucking on some pussy. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> oh y'all, I I honestly I I spent most of Tania's segment with my jaw on the floor. Me um, too. Yeah, um, we're yeah we're gonna jump into that. So uh, y'all, but let's start off with let's jump um, in. Let's start off with Mike and Natalie. Um. So, oh Jesus! Um, this is just this. The, the whole thing of this. This is people that are causing, as my dad or as my grandpa used to say, causing a, a ruckus over nothing. Well, and you you just have to ask. This could have completely been talked about ahead of time. Yes. This whole religion thing. I can't believe yes. it wasn't brought up. I I could I, see Natalie not bringing it up because she was nervous about it and one and she felt like, or maybe she hinted at it, but I could see her being so like, if I just bring him to church and then he see church and he see Jesus and then he will open heart and accept this and it will be fine. I guess, but but he it seems like he should have known that religion was really important to her. Um. Uh. Before that, and said, you know, nope, nope, this is not going to happen for me. And so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe she just was like soft peddling it. Um. Then she said something that was really disturbing to my to me. Father and mother must be alike, and what they think. You know. And this I, was a whole. That's a red flag, y'all. Red, Red flag to Mike, and uh, you might want to process this to Natalie. Because, you know, that's not necessarily true. Because my father, my mother taught religious education at St. Mary's for 18 years. And my father, I think he went to church for my first communion. And then... And look um, how well their marriage worked out. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say. And your dad cheated on your mom multiple times. Multiple times. And my mother... <laughs> And so, you know, they worked out fine, but didn't really mess the kid up at all. Not at all. You're perfectly adjusted. Perfectly adjusted. Um, but anyway, just the, the complete demand that mother and father must be alike. It was just really disturbing. I um, want to know, like, what happened to her father and what happened to... She's got her, trauma. Um, she has... That's why She desperately needs therapy. And I don't think everyone needs therapy, but she needs therapy. And in addition to that, I feel like there's um, there's mental problems. I honestly believe that. I feel like something... It's not just trauma there. You can just see she's got such crazy eyes. I don't like, think it... 
It's what I think is the mental problem is she has PTSD. Maybe. Yeah. PTSD for classic PTSD where she's triggered by something. She goes into a spiral. She is literally her body is activated. And then once it passes, she's this total. That's where we're getting this Jekyll and Hyde where she then it's like. Blah, blah. And then when she was done with, she was like, because she was so not even coherent, but also she had so much clarity when she was talking to him, when she was saying, yes, I, that's, I get emotional, I am that's insecure. That's what freaked me out. It, 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 yes. The it, fact, was, it was Jekyll and Hyde. That's PTSD. When you're in the middle of it and you're in your it, think of it. It's like somebody who's like a soldier when they are triggered, when they hear like, you know, a firework, they become totally just like emotional and panicked and can't even fathom. But then like the next day, they can totally talk about their PTSD and why they're triggered. Uh, hold on just one second. I just had her oh, knock at my God. door. Um, what is happening? Oh, y'all, it is. I smell cigarettes and it is my oh. cousin. Olga Pudelskaya, she's oh, here. Oh um, I'm so, just gonna. T- I'm gonna take no, a break I didn't real know, quick. I, I didn't know it was Olga because literally we're starting this late <laughs> because someone fucking knocked on his door. So I just want to put that out there. I didn't know. Go well, ahead, this, Olga. This time it's Olga. Olga, um, good hold to on. See you. So I'm gonna take a break. Uh, oh. Olga's gonna be right over here. I'm gonna go smoke one of her cigarettes, I believe. Oh. Um, I'm sure they're very strong, so I won't be able to handle it. There's no filter so. on those cigarettes. <laughs> Y'all, anyway, she smells like a bunch of cigarettes. Anyway, I'm going to be, I'll be right back. So I present to you Odal Poodle, Olga Poodleskaya. Hi, right, Olga. Right Hi, Olga. How are you? I'm fine. Hello. Hello, hello. I, I, I just, I just came from Los Angeles DMV and boy, are my arms tired. Oh, Ol- yes. Olga taking stand-up comedy class. Oh, good, Olga. She trying, she trying DMV. DMV is supposed to be very funny. In uh, L, uh, L, teachers say every joke about DMV kill, kill audience. That unlike unlike in Ukraine, when you will actually get killed at DMV, <laughs> oh. someone put a gun to your head and shoot you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What what did you don't ride bus either? You'll get killed there as well. Oh, I figured. Uh, did yeah. you watch this episode of Ninety Day Fiance? What did yes, you think yes, about? Yes, what did you think course. about Natalie? Of course. So I must say, without. Passing go. I must applaud. Applaud. She gave great performance. It's very, very good. She know exactly what Ukrainian girl is taught. You immediately, when you do not get away, you throw yourself on bed and you act like you doubt to die. And strangely enough, the man who is in a drunken rage, like let's say, for example, Boris Yeltsin, he not <laughs> yeah. be able to see you. Because oh. Uh, Ukrainian and Russian men, they cannot stay, only see motion. So if you're, they're like bear. So if you are very still, they not see you. And so, so, she, so, so then her mother know this. I don't know you saw this. Her mother knew. Her mother even like climb over her. She's like, no, don't get my, don't get my deadly. I cover her. She did <laughs> mother, cover, she mother, did cover her. Mother is very smart. Mother knew. So she mistake Michael for Bear. Which, she, she's quite large. Bear, he, Boris Yeltsin, they're the same. Olga, I have to say, this is one of the most sensical things you've ever said. Have you? Are you drinking right now, or are you sober? Uh, I do not know what the second word is. <laughs> okay, but... have you had vodka today? 
Uh, well, only a sensible three for breakfast. Okay, I feel like maybe it's you a, just... It's a, it's a Monday after all. Oh, so we no, need to... no, no eight ball today. No, no, no. We have, we have three shots of vodka, four at lunch, and a jigger for dinner. Oh, okay. It's not so mystic. I'm interested, what did you... Something I noticed is when Natalie's mother knocks at the door, usually when a mother knocks at the door, she kind of goes a... However, Natalie's mother was like, no, no, you never know. And in Ukraine, you knock on the door very quickly because there's only so much time to get out your family before paratroopers come in. Oh. So you, so, must, you must do everything okay. quickly. You okay. never know. Okay, that makes sense now. You never know. Okay, if, death, just... squ- if death squad come, you know, you don't want to be left holding bag. Uh, Before they put said bag over your head. Over your head, again. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the most coherent you... I have to say, you look great. Are you doing it's fillers? Better when you get, it's better when you get... Uh, <laughs> better when you get Cousin Olga in the, the middle of the day. Oh, middle of the day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she a little more... She hasn't had as much vodka. Oh, okay. Uh, I, have a, I have just a little bit of filler in lip. I have... Yeah, your just, lips look bigger. Just just today, I I go to a famous doctor in Beverly Hills. His name is Sepulveda Sam. Sepulveda Sam, yes. Sepulveda Sam. But I tell you, he said the best because there was just a container of mayonnaise sitting on ground. He took out syringe, put it in my face. It was $10, which I did not have. So I gave him handjob and now I'm here. Good for My you, face Olga. feels great. Oh, that's great. Olga, I feel like we're going to see you later when we talk about Jasmine. Uh, Possibly. I don't, I, 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 um... I don't know. I think I'm gone. Anyway, okay. I will say one more thing. Yes. Uh, so Michael Leave. Michael Leave. He go out in pajama pants, which, number one, in Ukraine, they think you're crazy for walking uh, around in it. Um, I did notice he was wearing fucking... Like Dillard's pajamas pants. I don't know if you know what Dillard or Bell's. No, no, what There's Dillard actually is. Bell's. There's a Bell's here in Texas. I've seen one. I might go. You sound like fucking redneck. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so he's having some what we call in Ukraine lady beers. Oh, they're yes. very tiny cups, and he, you know, he buys one serving of lady beer, which is four cups, of course. Well, and you know, that's just getting started. Well, he he drinks them in a red Solo cup, which I wonder if that reminds him of home. Possibly. I hear they play, what's it called, beer pong? We play vodka pong. It's a little different. What is, how do you play vodka pong? Well, oh. you, you, first of all, especially if you play with Boris, if you, you have, you throw in vodka shot glass, and every time you miss, you take two shots, and if you miss three times... You have to put ping pong ball in vagina and shoot it out of vagina into Boris's mouth. That makes it's sense. Not to be, it's not to be played for it with children. No, must, not children. Yeah, 18 no. and over. No, no, 14 and over. That's, that's, that's Russian adult. Oh, okay. Anywho, so, so he's walking around. Now, she come back. She starts to apologize. First of all, Natalie crazy. No Ukrainian women. We're told never to apologize. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Anywho, then 
I hear the words come out of mouth. I am 30,000 in debt. Okay. Natalie, that's when you walk out of the room. That's when you ask him to leave. Natalie did say... I had literal... Olga had literal allergy to debt. Oh. Yes. I I cannot... I can actually sense it when I'm around men who owe money to other people. Well, Natalie did say I I wasn't recommended relationship. You know what? She's right. She's so right. I would have kicked his fucking ass out so fast. Oh. I'm glad her mother know here. Her mother would have pulled out hatchet that she keep to heal stranger with and hit him in head. Oh, that would make sense. Anywho, that's all Anyone. Olga got of this. Yeah, she, Olga, I think something's draining out of your lip. You might want to go check on that. She got to go check on that. I'm getting a little uh, lightheaded, but uh, hopefully I still look good. Okay. I go Supposedly I go on Christmas Day with... A man named Romeo tonight. Well, he's he taking me to Lowry's Prime Rib. Oh, that place is good. Olga, Olga love meat. Oh, I'm sure you do. Anyway, I only eat goat in Ukraine, so it's it's better. It's better. I'll talk to you later. Merry Christmas and Happy Prishnoshna, which is our festival of cow pies. Okay, thank you, Olga. Dosvedanya. Dosvedanya. Okay, well, y'all, we're just going to wait for Poodle to come back. He's okay. probably... Okay, okay, I'm back, I'm back. Uh, I hope you didn't have one of those cigarettes, because I Ooh, think... it still Ol- smells like cigarettes in here. I think Olga was on something for fucking <laughs> sure. Um, she's higher than a kite. Yeah, her face looked a little bit like things had been pushed around. Um, Good for her. I'm proud know, for her. I will notice, you know, Olga and I talked a lot about Mike and Natalie. I don't know if there's a lot more to discuss, except for whenever Natalie did apologize, she immediately pulled a uh, Juliana and just wanted to sit on his lap with her magic pussy, and suddenly nothing was (laughs) wrong anymore. Y'all, these girls do have magic pussies. Magic pussies. They know magic pussy, magic pussy, 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 magic pussy. They're, you know, they know what to do, and she also said that she opened her soul. To him. She said, yes, I opened soul. And that she, but then, and then when she said. Which I'm evidently a, is the name for pussy in Ukrainian. Exactly. True. When she said, I'm an Russian. egotistical person and, <gasps> and I'm very self, or I was very self, or no, I'm egotistical and like in, into myself. That's which, her ex-husband's words. I know it. Oh, that's probably true. I know it. That's. That she's saying, because I guarantee you her ex-husband told her everything that was wrong with her every fucking day. Yeah. And so that's what she's regurgitating. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think she's going to follow through with this now that she knows he's in debt? Uh, this, this thing is dead on the table. I'm calling it now. It's, how do you come back from a complete breakdown like this? She's she said, but with with religion, with 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 religion being like it is, she believes that he is going to hell and he's going to burn. And I just know when I grew up with people who basically said, if you're not saved in this denomination, if you're not saved in the Baptist church, if you're not saved in the Pentecostal church or whatever, that's the only one that's right. And you're going to hell. 
and she yeah. feels so strongly about it. I don't see if anything, unless she subverts every religious thought she has. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Well, speaking of magic pussy, let's talk about Juliana <laughs> and Michael. Good idea. Y'all, um, because... They're, whew, they're at the rock climbing uh, place. <laughs> I mean, not really too much happened to them, except for the biggest thing for me is... And this isn't... I'm not talk. I don't really want to... Y'all, don't blow up about this online or don't come at me. This is more of a hope in that because I love him so much. I love Max so much, this child. And whenever he said that when they were showing them how to climb on the wall, and he said, oh, you float down like Mary Poppins. I was like, God, I hope he's gay because I want this one. This one, he's too smart. I hope he's gay. But I don't think I he will is. Say, I will say... As soon as he said that, I went, oh. <laughs> I know. I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And my spidey sense went, krr, krr, krr. I don't think he's gay, but I just want, he's just wonderful. It, I just want to like hang out with him at a gay bar in 10 years when he can it drink. It could be that Sarah, who's basically a gay man trapped in a woman's body, um, just exposed him so much to Mary Poppins. I think that's, that's probably what, it. So I can't speculate on it was a strange thing for a seemingly heterosexual boy to make. But again, I don't know. I um, love him. I love them. I love both the kids. I love how um, he like said at one point he was like, Well and, and I'm assuming Juliana has never done this before and then the sister was like, Really? How do you know? But how do you know? And then he's he like, said, I asked her. He's like, She asked me. I told her, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and the girl's like, Okay. They're, they're such, they have such good coping skills. They have such good communication between themselves. Do you notice they, or the, maybe they do, um, they, they, they weren't children. They were, they were probably very learned children as they were younger um, because, you know, ours kept us out of the loop for a lot of things. But these kids have been exposed to everything. So they're very much little adults. Probably. Like, they probably know that Mama Sarah, you know, they probably know that she likes to have multiple orgasms and shit like that. <laughs> like, they are very aware. I could see Sarah doing that. Oh, she has, um, she's a contracting boss. She has orgasms all the time. So, uh, so Sarah, when, she, when she's buffing the floors. <laughs> yes, she's just like, oh, it's so so anyway, Juliana, um, Juliana gets in a good dig from Michael saying, you should get up there, work out with your muscles, um, because you're, you know, not many people know this, but you, you lose a lot of fat just when you have muscles. <laughs> um, well, that's what, that's what's so genius about this because y'all, she, Juliana, I think is the smartest person on the show, except for maybe Vince Sarah, but I think she is one of the smartest cast members because... Y'all, when you call someone fat, they are so destroyed, they will immediately say, never mind, I don't want a prenup, I don't want anything, whatever. Imagine if she called us fat. I'd do anything she asked. I would be destroyed. I would Uh, say, sure, you can have whatever you want. Just think I'm pretty. I will say the whole circular logic she put him through about, about wanting to be an opinionated woman and when she broke when he broke up with her, how she was devastated, she needs to be independent. 
And that hits right at his white savior complex that he needs to have happen because that's one of the things that attracts her, attracts him to her most anything yeah. else. That and her magic pussy. That and her magic, magic pussy. Because whenever she, you know, she knows what's going on because she said in that confessional when she said that whole thing of like, when he says I'm independent, he gets triggered because he likes to yep. have control over me. Yep. She fucking read him. She knows, and I, I also wrote down, Max and Cece are just unsupervised, running all over the fucking place. <laughs> One could have got stuck in the harness, and they wouldn't have noticed. What if they were just um, sitting there fighting, and we just see a child swinging from the background, just like, help me! <laughs> or it's just um, Ma- Max just swinging, singing, chim 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 that would have confirmed things. That it would have. Uh, or, or maybe feed the birds. That would have solidified things a little more for me. Um, so anyway, uh, he, so he basically says at the end, you know what? Forget the prenup. If it's going to make you talk independence and think about money, I'd prefer it when you don't think and talk at all, Juliana. Really? Y- yes. And then, <laughs> yep. and then I think the whole kicker of this was... When the producer said, do you Ooh, trust... I loved this. I when the loved it. the producer said, do you trust him? And she paused and said, I don't trust anyone. Anyone. And then behind... I don't know if you heard this. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. <laughs> we need to really get one of those snake sound effects. She would um, make a great assassin. Sometimes I really would love the editors of RuPaul's Drag Race to edit her. Because I think they would do it so well. <laughs> They would do it so well. Do you yeah, the editors the editors have a really light hand on this show for sound effects. They and do. that bothers me. I would enjoy more sound effects. Do you mm-hmm. feel like Matt Sharp, if you're listening, you're not. But if you're listening, um please please if, uh do that. If y'all work for TLC, if you're some let's be honest, chemical warrior woman who works at TLC and you love 90 day gays, maybe just play a little for Matt Sharp. Yes, and get see what queens. he thinks. They get these queens somehow involved on pillow biter talk. Pillow biter talk. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? So just, I mean, that's really mostly all that happened. But just to finish up, like, do you still feel like? Um, do you feel like Juliana uh, loves him, or do you think she's in this to just for, just to uh, gain status, or just to, just to get out of her situation? I feel like if she doesn't love him, then she's hoodwinked us all. I think she loves him, too. Uh, I just wanted I, to check in. I think she doesn't. I think she loves his kids. I think she does, too. Um, I also think she's a good person. I think so, too. I totally... Um, if she... If she is... If I agree with you. If she is not, she has hoodwinked us all. Yeah. Unlike... I'm not sure if Annie's a good person. <laughs> No. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I. I'm not sure if Angel is a good person. Like a lot of the people on this show, I'm not. I don't think Marcel is a good person. I don't think a I lot do of people. He's a good person. And when I say good person, y'all, I think usually I'm not talking about morals. I'm talking about ethics, and you know, should should I do this ethically? And I feel like she's Juliana is run by some kind of ethical um, code. There's a, a loud truck in the background. It is so... God bless it. <laughs> now you're hearing what La Brea sounds like when you're not here. 
It's true. I thought it was raining in L.A., is it not? It rained all night, and now it's cleared up a little bit. It's supposed to rain again tomorrow. Sorry for that meteorology update, because for L.A., that's all we have to talk about. That's all we have to talk about. That's Um, all I have about those people. Well, speaking of somebody who really loves them, which has convinced me, our next Lonely Heart is, I have to say, I'm convinced Michael loves Angela after this. I was shocked Shocked. at what I saw. I was shocked. Like S A H, sorry, S H A W. Oh God, y'all! Poodle, Poodle can't spell when he's in the moment. <laughs> I have a hard time spelling unless it's visual. Oh um, God! <laughs> but strangely, I'm great at spelling if I see it. <sighs> anyway, so we we're in Hazelhurst, Georgia. We're right next to the um, single curtain panel uh, that we do all of our uh, conversation from. And, and where uh, Angela's sitting at her table that she clearly got a big lots. And Angela goes, London, London, come over here and help me, Ma. Angela has a granddaughter whose name is London because, of course, she does. That's you know all what? we need to know. My cousin's name is London. Of course it is. It's true. <laughs> That's a city name. That's it's- the name of a city. It, 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 well, her oldest. Well, the see is my cousin Kelly. She had her oldest daughter Victoria, and then my cousin Kelly got pregnant when Victoria was ten. And my cousin Kelly said, "I swear to God, if this kid is as horrible as the first one, I'm fucking throwing it out the window." But so she let, <laughs> so she let the first one name the daughter, and she's like, "What would you like to name her?" And so the ten year old picked London. Who does that? I Who don't lets mind a it. child name someone? I mean, I love London because that kid, London, she, my fucking cousin, London, she's like, she's like 13 year olds now, but what she used to do to her older sister when London. she pissed her. That's true. Ugh. When her older sister would piss her off, she would put tacks in the carpet in front of her sister's room and her sister would go walk in her room. She would say, can you go get something out of your room? And she would step on the tacks and her foot would bleed. Uh, okay. I know, my cousin Kelly called me one day. She, she might like, want might to get some help for that. She literally said, she called me one time and she said, I'm afraid my uh, eight-year-old daughter's going to kill me in my sleep. Uh, yeah, I would think that's a good... Anyway, let's get off this because this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Don't fuck with London. Anyway. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. So basically, um, she starts to my t- starts talking to Michael, and I mean, I were you surprised that K one was denied? No, not at I all. I wasn't either. Um, the reason why is they the producers have been telling us for four episodes it's yeah, not going to be why. denied. That's um, why. Uh, so he starts to cry, which is kind of rough to watch, and you can tell Angela is a hardened Southern woman, y'all. That is and exactly you, what she is. You become hardened because. First of all, she works as a hospice nurse's assistant, I think we've said. Not a hospice nurse, a nurse's assistant. So you can imagine the shit she has to see and how mm-hmm. she has kind of steeled herself. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe we have seen Angela. Angela acts out of rage normally. Yes. Um, uh, because, and that's what a lot of Southern women, it's easier to get angry. It's kind of like how, how boys are taught in our culture. The easiest uh, uh, emotion is anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the only, some of the only acceptable uh, emotions for boys. And sometimes for Southern women, it's the same thing. You get angry first, then it may dissolve into crying. Um, and But what got Angela 
was when she saw someone she loves be devastated. Yeah. And you could tell she was trying her best not to cry. And she was kind of experienced. She's like, it felt like a punch to my gut. And that's all I could do. And she almost lost it on camera and she kept herself from losing it. And that's the, y'all, that's the most vulnerable we've seen Angela the whole time. It, it, it was, look, Angela rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and was super abusive in that tell-all. So I'm not saying, I'm on, and I'm not saying I'm team Angela, because I think she's got a lot of fucking issues that she acts out on people. There's only one person on team Angela, and that's Angela. Yeah, I think, she, I do think she has a, I think that she wants to have a good heart. I don't know if she always does, but she wants to. There's something to that. But then she just, she just, she is just, like you said, she just over, she is just reactive to everything. I, I will tell you, she is exactly one of the people from my hometown and kind of a Southern people who, she'd do anything for you, they say. She'd do anything for you. She'd give you the shirt off her back. Yes, she would, if you were a member of her tribe. Yes. Now, it is strange that she has fallen in love with Michael. Um, and I do think that Angela is a little more accepting of outsiders probably than other people. Um, but uh, I, I really do feel that Angela has a good heart. She's, I think too, she's very aggressive, but I think she does have a good heart. Well, I think in a lot of ways probably she feels like she's an outsider, I agree in with her that. community, and so I think that she relates to Michael. And also, she's a dick pig. She's a <laughs> dick pig. Oh, she's a dick pig like that. An eggplant supersized. <laughs> That's Angela. That's Angela. Supersized. Cocoon. Supersized. Cocoon. Um, I will say, y'all, now that she knows that he didn't get applied, whoever works at, like, the local... What a, or y'all watch the fuck out? Cause <laughs> I she is gonna be thought pissed. the same thing. Can you imagine Angela going down to the U.S. visa office? I mean, who? Someone, someone is gonna get major. I need to speak to the manager mode major. from her. <laughs> but it's gonna be really rough. I just. I just think it's a little bit too of like looking at, look, look, and I can't believe I'm bringing this up. I'm going to be, I might be scary to bring it up, but because we don't talk too much about politics on the show, but I do feel the ir- irony, Ooh. but I do think there's an irony and I'm talking about because Angela brings it up. She brings up that I pay my taxes. I'm an American. I'm a single meemaw. I'm like, yes, but probably the 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 people that are in charge of the country right now that you clearly have been supporting this is a lot of the reason why this immigration thing is not easy yeah. anymore immigration has been really tightened so it's just like look at like and i don't mean that to be a we dig. don't know I mean we don't know who, like, who what she votes or who she supports but it is uh it is obvious you can't deny that the current administration we've been living in is there, there's even been it's making that e- hard. Yeah, and there've even been attempts by certain people in the White House to curb almost all legal immigration. When I just bring that up because, like, with the Trump underwear and all, it's kind of obvious who she probably supports. Yeah, so, oh, totally, totally. So I just bring that up totally. in that, like, maybe Angela should think about like what she's supporting and if it's supporting her because I don't think it is. I'd also like to. I want to piggyback on the taxes comment. She lives in South Georgia, and she's talking about paying her taxes. Bitch, you pay nothing. 
You pay nothing. <laughs> that, but that is a southern thing. I know. We I grew know. Up with that, they do that in Texas too. Do like you know Texas. what we fucking pay in California? <laughs> do you even know what our fucking state taxes are? Also, the fact that you probably have six grandchildren at home and they're in your house, I would really wage a bet that you got some type of government assistance. I don't think she pays probably, probably, she probably gets, hopefully she gets a good ride off, otherwise she's got I a bad I bet account. she does, but I guarantee you with six kids in her house, I'm yeah. sure they've applied for it. Because usually the people who complain about taxes are the first ones to get unemployment and disability. The first ones. I know the people I grew up with. The people, um, that's true. The people, well, no, everybody, my, every, that's not the case for me. Everybody I knew complained a lot about taxes because Oklahoma actually has kind of higher taxes. So, but there is that idea of just because, I don't know if I feel this, but this, I, it, that's a very, I feel like country way of just because I pay taxes, I should be able to do whatever it I is. want. Yeah. And that's not, it's not the way it works, Angela. Someone in the sissy squad said, do you think because you sent your tax return that it should come, your refund should come back with a husband? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not how it works, honey. Not how it works. I will say that in some states, because we live in, let's say that we, like a state like, let's take a state like Miss, Mississippi, or Georgia's a little bit more, but take a state like Mississippi. They complain about, let's say they complain about bigger states like California, which are more producer states. Mm -hmm. um, they complain about those states all the time. However, they, Mississippi and, and Georgia get so much more federal aid than, than, than California gets. California puts in so much more federal money than they oh, would ever get. I wouldn't know that, but sure. So, yeah, so this idea about I pay so many taxes... Honey, we're all paying taxes. Yeah. That, that's that's not a good it. argument. It's not a good argument. I think, yeah. I, I hope that, I mean, especially after seeing Michael, I hope it happens for her. I don't, I mean, it looks like it's going to be longer. I mean, were you, when they cut, I mean, I was surprised, like, how pissed off Michael got with his friends. Yeah, um, I think so he was quickly. also. I think he was also dealing with the emotional fallout of being rejected from it. And you know, yes, I thought when I watched this, actually, this is a perfect example of why sometimes another man just wants to go to his male friends and tell them what happened, and they say, "Oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry that you're having to listen." Such a, and he they just, just want to listen to listen. And yeah. still, men want to either fix it or gloss over feelings. And I yeah. think a lot of that anger came as Michael just wanted an ear to listen to. Yeah, it, and y'all, and y'all, husbands who are listening, straight male sissies out there, or maybe gay male sissies too, um, y'all. Uh, sometimes your wife or husband just wants you to listen. Yep, they don't, don't want you to solve their problem. Don't fix it. Just listen. They sometimes they they just want to. And all you have to say sometimes is that really sucks for you. I'm sorry that happened, and that's rough. And um, uh, I I I I wish your day wasn't so rough. Yeah. Or if <laughs> sometimes that's it. If I'm upset and you're crying, if you just say to me, "Can I put my dick in your mouth?" and I'll say <sighs> yes. Yes. That's a good way to solve a problem. That, it's like a binky. <laughs> oh! Don't ever do that again. I'm like that baby from The Simpsons. 
<laughs> I'm horrified. Um, uh, I think. I just want to have. I want to say one more thing. Oh, I have one more thing to go ahead. I. <laughs> so Michael said, "Don't say she's trashy. Don't you ever say Angela's trashy." I think we all have to agree that Angela's trashy. Angela's trashy. I mean, they weren't wrong. They weren't supportive, but they weren't wrong. Like, if you showed a picture of Angela to, like, a a person in Tibet who had not seen, like, another person for 11 years, they Mm -hmm. would say, that's a trashy person. They'd say, she trashy. She trashy. She trashy. Yes, that's what they would say. So... I, but you know, if Angela was watching, if they're still together, which I think they are, if Angela was watching this episode now, either she, if she was with Michael, you know, she literally was like dripping wet. And which, oh, yeah. You know, for Angela, that's hard because she's like fucking 60. So she's usually like, <laughs> you know, magic, vagicil in that it's like shit. The, it's like the, the winds of the desert. <sighs> but you know, she was. She was dripping to sit on that dick, or she had to call him and be like, Michael, we need a FaceTime. You love me. We need a FaceTime so I can finger bang myself and thumb myself. Thumb myself. Y'all, I invented something new for women to do um, on the last podcast, and it's called thumbing. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, this is, I don't know if it's pleasurable at all, but you take your thumb and you put it inside your urethra. Some woman do that and tell me how it works out. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. That's all I have to say. You never know. Now, That's all I've got to say. Can we move? Not too much happened, so do you mind if we jump to our Lonely Hearts of Blake and Jasmine? Um, Because I can. feel like once we start to talk about Anna Russell and especially Tania and Sinjin, we're going to go there. Let's let's do Blake and Jasmine, yes. Yeah, That's because, the, not much happened. I agree. Yeah. Uh, except for, I will say one thing. His friend Everett can Oh, get I said it. the same thing. Everett Ooh. can fucking get it. Ooh, y'all, I he tried would to find eat, his... He would eat a pussy all night long. Oh, my He's God. got that lips to it, or an ass. Oh, uh, 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 let's be honest, a pussy. Um, <laughs> all night long. And then when you would say, like, he would say, like, are you having a good time, baby? And you'd be like, mm-hmm. And then he'd just go down for more. <laughs> I mean, just I like... I think you're speaking from your own experience. Yeah, when you're when the lights are low, the candles are burning, you're playing key sweat, and it smells like Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Oh yeah, key sweat. I wanna tease you. I wanna please you. I don't think I know a single Keith Sweat song. I know that album like the back of my ass. I'm sure but- you do. <laughs> Wow. So anyway, uh, we're getting into a weird area, so we're going to go back to the show. Um, so y'all, Sissy Squad, if y'all can find Everett's Instagram, I don't mind if you send me that. I don't mind. I'd like to see it too. Um, okay. Anyway, so they want to go on double date, so they're going to meet him. They're going to a him. double date, and 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 of course, uh, Jasmine says, "Oh, a double date." Sounds perfect. Double. She's actually, I thought she's more like, me, not programmed to talk to multiple people. <laughs> you can just tell she's got the bitch, most bitch please face in the world in the about she's world. going to meet them. Those fillers didn't do her any good for not showing, for showing that kind of robot emotion. Not at all. And when she was trying to talk to Rita. Which, oh, that Y'all, was the most awkward conversation ever. Rita, if you're in Los Angeles, look us up. We want to drink with she you. She is. She is. Her and those long green nails. 
I, Rita is our people. You know she has like 20 gay friends. Oh, yeah. And she is just like... She was raised by queens. She was raised... Rita, find us. We will go drink with you. And But when she was trying to talk to uh, uh, Jasmine, even then she was like, in conversation, show your tits. What? This is not working. What? How do I talk to a woman who's not sister? How? 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 Eeyore. <laughs> I also liked it in the car when she basically said, I'm not here to make close friends. It prevents me from furthering my mission, collecting data for Finland. <laughs> So it will aid in our world domination. I must collect everything in my twat camera. Twat camera. <laughs> Y'all, she, Finland is insidious. They have sent out these fembots everywhere. She 100% has a twat camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, so she orders... But they kind of hit on. They kind of hint on this a little too much. She's like, "Do you have green tea? Hot green tea? I don't know why this is such a big deal in Los Angeles because every fucking hipster orders hot green tea." I don't her either. friend, her friends acted like she had just ordered. I don't know, like sarsaparilla, and they just couldn't They're, understand it. I think her his, his friends might have a little bit of a drinking problem, but I also think they're kind of at that age when you're younger. They don't you get think, it. You don't yeah. get it when people don't drink, and y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. Then when you start to get in your mid thirties, you go, "Oh, that friend's struggling with alcoholism. Perhaps they <laughs> need to drink a diet coke." Um. So basically, his label is having a, his record label is having a show, and Everett is one. Of, I want to see one of Everett's shows. Ooh, holy yes. shit! We will, oh my god, we should go to a concert, and I bet we'll see Rita. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to talk about it, not actually do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you're mistaking me. You're mistaking my enthusiasm. You would do it if I told you I'd buy you free alcohol. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, so anyway, basically Jasmine, y'all, says, I'm not trying to build a career. I just want to be a stay-at-home mom. And their faces go, oh. <laughs> That's that she's like 20 fucking two and they're not having kids for seven years. So what's she going to do? Practice being a fucking stay-at-home mom? Not to have a two-income family in Los Angeles is really hard. Really hard. And the fact that, too, that... I don't think she gets... They're all in their entertainment business. And so yeah. when you're in that business... It's a like, hustle. It's it all is a, a hustle. It is a hustle. Everyone has side <sighs> jobs. She's not seen that at all. And also, even like... she, I don't think she she has no... create. Jasmine has no creative energy at all. No. And like... You need and to, every, I guarantee you, Rita like makes her own like handbags. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. Yes. And even if you're not like, like my own partner is not in the entertainment business, but they understand creativity. Like you need to be with somebody who understands yeah. creativity. And I don't, I, I guarantee you if she marries Blake, um, in like five fucking years, he's going to like be working at some corporate job, like, Ugh. or he's going to be like a fucking courier or some shit like that. All right, y'all. And now we're just going to take a little break as, or as Poodle says, now this. And now this. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. All right, everybody, we're back. Let's jump into our next lonely part. That was quick. Um, <clears throat> kind of like a Friday night. <laughs> no, those are long. It's the Saturdays that are quick because I have to be up for church tomorrow morning. Oh, it's true for Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to let you choose Poodle because I, they're both a hot mess. Robert and Annie, or do you want Artania and Sinjin? No, we still have to talk about the... Oh, and the, Marcel. Yeah, I want to go with that next. Okay, let's talk about oh, Annie and no, Marcel. This is going to be a long episode. We're sorry. There was so much that happened, though. There was a lot that happened. I want to talk about Anna and Marcel. Um, uh, so it looks like Marcel is going to talk to his parents, y'all. Um, and he basically says it's not going to be good. No. Uh, so we do see, I think it's from the voice is disguised, obviously, which is even stranger. So it looks like someone from Star Wars <laughs> who he's talking to. <laughs> It does. I call it's them... Very, the, they're like on the planet Hoth or something. It's very disturbing. Well, they disguise their voices. I call them the Charlie Brown teachers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Womp 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 womp. Bursell fool. Womp 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 womp. Bees? Bees? This, no, y'all, the the joy and the frivolity of bees is over. We have now devolved into cultural stagnation because here's 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 the worst part of this. Marcel knew as soon as he went over, uh, and so they had to have talked about it. They had to have talked about it. Marcel, and maybe not, maybe not, because it seems like one of the things that these people never talk about are their futures. <laughs> um, um, that's maybe one of the most correct things you've ever said about this show. <laughs> they never talk about this. Um, so... Anyway, I, w- I just want to just like because if I hadn't have been a musician, I would have gone to a law school. That's what I think. Um, I want to set the case against Marcel up here. Um, Marcel knows that his parents aren't okay with Anna being um, uh, having children ma- or marry- him marrying someone with children. He thinks that it's going to be a la- laughing stock of the community. Mm-hmm. Also, Marcel apparently is very, very connected to his family's business and probably without it would be penniless. So um, That's true. I never thought about that. So, these these are problems. Now, the thing about it is, Anna has her own business and Marcel could move to the U.S. and do something else. Also, Marcel is connected to his religion uh, through his family. Because an Islamic family is such a strong unit, so uh, it, it, none of none of this looks good from the very outlook. Um, anyway, um, so the parents come at him. So he basically says they joke a little bit about losing weight a little bit, and then he jumps right into it and says, "You know, Anna, uh, she just told me she has three children." Kind of. Uh, and he's like, oh, and the mother, the mother, which I assume was the mother, the mother turns and says, oh, she took you for a fool. Well, because also, too, the people were talking about this in the group. People were saying that TLC translated it wrong. That's what I, I saw that, too. So, and I forget what the translation said. The, it but, was that she just told me. Oh, yes. That's what it was. That's, that's what, what I just was. said. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, yeah, because in the, in the show, they didn't. It didn't say that. In the show, it said Anna just has three kids. Uh-huh. Like he had known. Which, which keeps a much more sympathetic Marcel. Yes. Uh, also, so the parents, um, the parents completely. He has no spine. He has no fucking none. spine. So the parents, he rolls over. The parents completely turn on Anna, say, screw her, leave now. Leave now. Her. And now that, oh, that whole thing. Boy, that was a passive-aggressive Southern mother when she said, the whole town's been talking about it. We just didn't tell you. And the, the thing is, you guys, um, this this is coming from a definitely white cultural privilege that we can say in this society that, oh, I would just leave my family. The problem is he can't. He's stuck there. He would have to, A, probably renounce a little bit of his religious uh, faith, at least some, yeah. He would have to give up all attachment to his family because they would disown him. Yeah. Three, uh, he would have no money, which it seems like he's the village idiot anyway. I think um, he's going to need them to support himself because I don't think he's really going to be able to do it himself. I agree. Um, 
So, so the parents without, um, this is very, you said something about Southern parents. They can drop, they can easily turn quickly to, they can easily ostracize someone. And the parents are like, all right, fine, screw her, come home. Come home now. Yes. Come home and help with the bees. That's yes. exactly what his mother said. Yeah, because it, we didn't really know. The way they presented, you thought Marcel was kind of his own beekeeper. But now we've learned that he's part of it's the family part business. of the family business. business. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's just fucking working for mom and dad and doesn't really probably have a, a penny to his name. Yeah. And, that's, and that fucker was so high and mighty. He's like, Anna, not a good beekeeper. Fuck exactly. you. Fuck you. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck Anna. I hate this storyline. I'm done. If I could, if I could, <laughs> if I could like throw the tablecloth <laughs> off of something and walk out, I would. I'll let, I just, I'll let old, Cousin Olga do the rest of the show. I'm I hate just, this storyline. I'm just done with them because every time they talk about honey, then I think about biscuits and then I just <laughs> want biscuits and I can't eat any more carbs. It's true. Um, so anyway. Uh, he basically tells Anna, they don't want you. She loses it. She says, so no marriage. He he covers up her face. We can't even see Huey, Dewey, and Louie in this episode because her hand's over her face. It's true. It's true. Again, y'all, I'm so sick of this storyline. I don't really have, uh, I kind of feel sorry for her, but I kind of don't. I definitely fucking hate Marcel. Bye-bye. I... I don't feel sorry for her because nope. Nope. She, because she knew she, she knew. knew she knew what she was getting into and she just tried to and she knew from the get go and I mean I called it I said he's gonna leave earlier and I hope he just fucking leaves and I hope the update is that Anna is you know dating a woman who rides a motorcycle. <laughs> That's all I hope. For. Like Rebecca, she yes. can date Rebecca's lesbian friend. Yes, but yes, Peggy I, that she met at the bar. I think I think all of Anna's family would so welcome a lesbian. They would love it, especially that like drunk friend who was at her um, bachelorette party, Annalisa. Yes. She's been fucked over by too many abusive men. Fuck them. I know. Just start dating some women. I think the kids will be fine with it too. I think so too. Uh, I want to, let's go to Robert. The The biggest, um, storylines, this, the biggest amount of time was devoted to fucking Robert and Annie. Which is probably why this episode oh. was, seems so long to me. <laughs> I kept going like, how much farther do I have to go to this shit? Well, every time I look at Robert's face, it's like time slows down. Um, <laughs> I will say... Somebody I'm trying post- to fi- I'm trying to figure out how why his eyes are so close together. <laughs> Don't you know that's like asking uh, uh, how the universe was created or how will it end? Just some questions we're not going to know. Um, I when somebody posted in the Sissy Squad that apparently Annie can be manipulated with cake. <laughs> Fair and I. Fucking died because there. she was when he walked out. And she was like, "I what nice cake, what a nice." Uh, and I like it that Bryson was singing a cake, cake, cake song, uh, which my stomach also sings. It sings that <laughs> very song. <laughs> he probably heard um, his dad's girlfriends play that shot, 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 shot. shot. and so that bless his heart. All he knows how to play. Um, 
Robert has Robert, you know, always the uh, feminist has a great point of view on Annie. It's easy to deal with Annie. I just butter her up, and she falls for it. She falls for it. It's and true. I wrote, now that's love. There, I actually, I actually dislike them more than Anna and Marcel because I think Anna is an it's a, it's so different. But I hate them both. But yeah, I know what you're saying. I just. It's just, there's just nothing, I mean, a little bit that Robert is a good father to his son, but that's like the only redeeming thing about him. Only redeeming thing. But I also have to question that, how good of a father are you are that you're not even sure if you're going to be with this woman, and you're fucking toasting her birthday with your son, like, this is our family, kiss, like, kiss Annie, like, make, this is your mommy, like... This, I worry about, look, this is not going to work out. What the fuck is going to happen to Bryson when this yeah. woman is out of his life? Trauma. Trauma yeah. when she leaves. Um, can we talk about that toast that kind of went Ooh. on for too long? It's too long. And they, then they asked Bryson to toast, and he's like, for family. But before that, it was, God bless you, happy birthday, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. Yeah. And God said there was a Dominican woman. And he said it was good. It, it was, was a really long. creepy toast that went on too long. It was like your uncle, like your your uncle Tito keeps going on at the family reunion. And you're like, oh, he's, he's just And y'all, talking. that's a very American thing to have to say things when you toast. In European, in Europe or anything like, you hold up your glass, someone says a word, and you say prost, and then you fucking drink. There's not a long, drawn-out thing. It's a very American thing. Come at us if you have, I know, come at us for non-American friends. I just know when I've been in Europe, when we toast, it's like you say one thing and that's over. Well, but aren't they usually doing... A body shot off of you whenever they're toasting. Fair, so. fair. There's there's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of time. They're like they're like licking the salt off of my navel and uh-huh. push and then pouring the tequila in and then squirting the lime in theirs. Yes, or hurry, and drink so. drink that vodka before it goes in my asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't argue with that. So <laughs> and then so Annie starts to dance and then Annie says. I'm a sexy girl. I like to show these parts. God gave me boobies and a sexy ass. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. I just got to say the end of the toast was, we all are one. Oh, that was gross. We all are one. That was gross. <laughs> that was so fucking gross. You know what? You know what? And that that was maybe, that grossed me out almost as much as, and maybe this is a good time since it's, it's almost the end of December, to announce to people what we're doing for our Bi Curious episode for January. Oh. <laughs> because y'all... Y'all, we caved. We caved. Go we ahead and caved. tell them, Boodle. It's love after lockup, y'all. That is <laughs> our Bi Curious episode. If you That is on our Patreon. Uh, if you are a member of our Come At Us tier um, on Patreon... You will get our monthly Bi Curious episode last month's, or this month's, December was Plathville. And, welcome to Plathville, and January's Bi Curious, which will drop the first Friday. First Friday uh, of January. Is, and we started with season two, the season two pilot episode of Love After Lockup. And y'all, that was with things like Caitlin, 
and yes. and, uh, we, and Matt and it's and same. Clint, y'all. <laughs> oh, but it was the same. That'll drop January third, by the way, everybody. And Clint's but, wife Haley. Clint's oh, Haley. wife Haley. Ex wife. That's right. But it's the the get to how this relates to Naughty Day for me. It was that same feeling of when the of when Matt called Caitlin and the phone said everything. <laughs> That's the same grossness I felt when he said, we are one. Oh, if your name, y'all, if your name for your fiance or husband on their phone is everything, you might want to process that. You might want to process that and come at us because we need to help you. Uh, Normally, if they did a show, we don't, we say call us. We really mean that for you. No, I need you to help you if you have everything. So, Annie wants to go to a strip club. Strip bar. Completely normal. Um, and With I, Robert, I've I, I just want to say one thing about Bryson. Did they sedate this child? He was much <laughs> calmer this normally, episode. Did they give him some Adderall? I, I don't so. know what happened, but Bryson was kind of loving, and so it's kind of like when you get when you give when you or when you give me a little bit of vodka late late in the night, and you can cuddle with me, and I won't bite you. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't know what that's like, and never will. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they're going to go to a strip club. Crazy Robert's horse. outgrown it. I, I have to say, look, I'm not judging for Annie for wanting to go to the strip club. I'm not even judging not her for getting the lap dance. I am judging her that she fucking judged Bryson's mother so much for being a porn actress. Yet, yeah. Um, let's be honest. Annie's going to be in fucking OnlyFans in like five years, <laughs> scissoring with some chick. Like, that's going to um, fucking happen. Before we go to the strip club, y'all, she doesn't want to get her hair wet. But instead of a umbrella, we get a cardboard box cardboard that's been box. crushed. <laughs> cardboard does not stand up the water well. No, it I doesn't. Mean, and you know what they probably did because they got into an Uber? He probably carried the box and just threw it on the fucking ground and he littered. He probably did. <laughs> That's uh, what bothered me the most about that. And so y'all... they're at the Crazy Horse. Um, <sighs> and so she gets a lap, lap dance. Robert is hating it. Which, uh, come at us our straight male sissies. Isn't this a straight guy's dream? Dream? To I mean, have a girl who would you would go to the strip club with? Let us know, Joshua Norton. Let us know, people. Uh, I, I Joshua like Proctor. Proctor. Who's Norton? Oh, I don't know. It's some kind of weird... He's another... He's a... Uh, wait, no. He's not straight. He's actually gay. I went to school with him. Sorry, Joshua. Anywho. Anywho. But what I was going to say is Robert's face, when she was getting... When she was, like, slapping her ass... Looked pretty much the way our face would look if we were watching a woman <laughs> slap another woman's ass. Not good. Yeah, he was like smelling a bad fart the entire <laughs> that time, was it. y'all. That was it. It was he was face. smelling <laughs> like not not like a fart that you're pretending to not notice. No. Like those sulfurous kinds in the elevator that you can't help but oh, notice. It's like, like all you have to register it. Like your friend went to uh, Taco Bueno and had too many muchachos. Yes, oh, muchacho. God, I love muchachos. Come at us if you love Taco Bueno. So, anyway, uh, she gets a lap dance. um, uh, And at one point, 
he, Robert turns in her ear and mutters the very sexual expression, very sexy. I'm seeing a different side of your ass. And he got a little freak to her side, and that tells me something. And honestly, I really believe that the producers have to script everything for Robert. Because everything sounds like he's a teacher. You know what? That is 100% right. Because yeah. I, don't th- I think he's probably one of the least articulate persons we've ever met on this show. He's, and I rarely use this word, he is stupid. He is very stupid. He is dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh... Anyway. Bless his heart. But they decide the next day to go to a coffee shop. Let's just end this up with yeah, these people. Yeah, please. They Put go it out of its misery. They go to a fucking coffee shop, and basically, Robert's like, oh, like, Annie, you just want to party all the time? What, Annie? Are you just My like, party days are over. My party days are over. Are you just, uh, are you just want to, like, hang out with girls? Are you a lesbian? Or whatever. And she's all like, She's you like, well, I have, she, you're boring. She's like, well, I have had a three-way before, and she, and I just love it how I think she's going to be articulate, and I think she's going to, she, well, she, uh, she's trying to find the words, and she finally, she blurts out, she eat my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they, they bleep it out, but she's like, she, uh, she, how do I say this? How do I, what, what's the word in English? She chew my pussy. She chew my She's just... She, <laughs> she motivated my curtain. I scream laughed. I went... Ah! I did too. I did too. Uh, she anyway, so... So she was in a threesome. Uh, you know, Annie Gitchers. Um, yeah, I, I, I think she might be a little bi, which... Do it, Annie. Gitchers. Do it. And also, too, if you want to be a married couple that goes to a strip club, great. I have to say... I honestly was more of, I thought Robert was overacting and being more of a stick in the mud than she was. Oh, much more. Much more. Like, and I usually am so overheard, but I was kind of like, Robert, shut the fuck up. So and she this... wants to like, go have fun. Like she wasn't being, she wasn't like, they took the kid to a sitter. It's not like she was being an irresponsible no. adult. And this moral high ground that he has that really turned me off You've had how many children out of wedlock? You know what? He always has a moral high ground. Yeah, he does. But with no nothing to back it up, you're right. That is very annoying. Yeah, and it's so sanctimonious. He's like, I don't know if she, I think she was rep- misrepresenting herself. I didn't know who she was. Bitch, all she did was send you boob and ass shots. Yes. She told you exactly who she, she told was. You exactly who she was. <laughs> I really do think you're... I think Robert is the first man in America who doesn't want a threesome for his fucking birthday. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that is the truth. I, she's like, we do have that for your birthday. And he's like, kind of rolled up his head. And I was like, uh, is he not going to... Is he going to say no to this? And then when he said he wanted a good woman as if she's a bad woman mm-hmm. just for being... Well, just for... Because she's sexual... Shut the fuck up, Robert. I want a mother figure for my son's the life. Good, a good woman. That's bullshit. Not that I then think maybe Annie's go the to right church woman. and look for a good woman. Yes, or maybe don't meet a woman on fucking online and meet her for eight hours and yeah. then bring her to meet your son. He's he's doing exactly what I didn't want to do. He's judging her morally, and I was trying to judge everyone ethically by you know what they're doing. Not that I think eth- Annie is an ethical wonder either. No, <laughs> but, no. But you know, at least Annie's entertaining. I'm most excited. For them next week, whenever Roberts, I don't know who this bitch is, but his tell it like a tell it like a truth friend comes up and says, "No, you know I think it's his sister. I, I think it's his oh. sister." And she's like, 
you know he's poor, right? Right. <laughs> I can't wait to see. It reminds me of the Seinfeld episode when when Elaine's dating this guy and he's being very secretive, and she shows him her hat, his house, and it's all dilapidated, and the social worker comes and meets her, and she's like, "You mean he's not a he's not a superhero?" She's like, "Nope, he's just poor." <laughs> Oh. Anywho, shall we move on to, to the night's greatest debacle? The last lonely hearts. Tania. Tania and Sinjin. Oh. <laughs> I have to say, this is a spoiler alert a little bit, but one of our sissies just were like at a Home Depot and saw Tania and Sinjin. And I'm so upset that they're still together. She was wearing a boot, so she must have sprained her ankle uh, in some way. Um, probably because she was probably learning like Renaissance dance because that was going to be a skill she <laughs> well, needed. One of the one of the one of the sissies said, "Did the witch doctor not not cure the the that with herbal remedies?" <laughs> <sighs> um, y'all. Anyway, Sinjin doesn't wear shoes, and it bothers me ever. Yeah, he's gonna get something. Uh, he'll get like ringworm or something. And he said he wanted to sing opera. <clears throat> Um, Poodle, well, he's singing, about, he's singing about, Beethoven's Fifth. His voice, I will say, he's got good resonance. He needs a whole lot of training. <laughs> <laughs> when he started singing, I was like, oh, Poodle's going to go like crazy. Fat, it's kind of like that fast manufactured vibrato. It's like yeah. he's imitating an opera singer, not really being one. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Maybe he was. Maybe he was trained. Usually, you need to get er- training a little earlier in your life if you want to be an opera singer. But, Sinjin, you know. if you're if you're listening, Sinjin, Jake is a voice coach in Los Angeles, and he uh, would do breathing exercises where you have to take your shirt off. Just know that clothing is optional. Yeah, in our exactly. lessons, it's exactly. better to if my hand is consistently on your abdomen the whole time. But, you know, don't give me all kinds of flack if my hands go other places. As a, and Sinjin, it might not make sense to you, but teabagging... It's part of the technique. Yes, yeah, teabagging Jake will help your breath control. Don't question what I tell you. <laughs> Just believe. <laughs> there can be miracles if you believe. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Tania's in Costa Rica. Yeah, and... Uh, not to get too much into this, but the bitch is wearing uh, a swimsuit with her ass hanging out, and they're having I mean, to blur it. When TLC's blurring your swimsuit, that's bad. That's not, and y'all, we're body positive. Her body is fine, but she's just wear wear a more wear a more. If you're gonna be on camera, don't wear something with your ass hanging out. Don't wear something. That's just unsouthern. Yeah, I agree. That's true. It's not Southern. Everything Tania does, actually, is the definition of unsouthern. Everything she does is repellent to me. (laughs) Repellent to me. I've never seen another person who I have such a visceral hate for. You know what? She's united the whole community. I almost dislike her more than the others because it's like, if you're too stupid to not know better, but Tania knows better. Oh, yeah. She does. um, She's educated. And did I not call it? Ten Buck says that Tania's fucking making out with that uh, 
salsa dancer who has BDF. Yeah, she's flirting with him. And, and y'all, of course, yeah. it's huge. It's it's big. humongous. It's real big. It's like big. Costa Rica snake. Yeah. <sighs> Black Mamba. Black Mamba, yes. Um, so Sinjin can't reach reach her, and he's, I just wrote, he's just their live-in landscaper. Um, he does everything. He goes in, pours himself some Jack Daniels. By the way, it looks like it's 11 a.m. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so, early. So he's having a hard time. Gets himself a piece of cake. In walks in the Skeksy from uh, from the Dark, <laughs> the Dark Crystal, Crystal, otherwise known as Missy. <laughs> <laughs> she does have that Skeksy look to her, y'all. y'all that kind of nose and that face. If you don't know what that is, Google it. You and can you Google will, it, Skeksy, and you're and like, you, "Yep, that's Missy." And you will die for ten minutes. You can just see true. her put. You can just see her like put that. Someone, someone, Photoshop uh, pink hair on top of a Skeksy. <laughs> and you'll see what we're talking about. You'll see exactly what you... It, I feel like those two should be a sitcom. Like, when Missy walked in, oh. I thought I thought we were going to hear an applause track. Like, <laughs> I'm home. She hey. walks in. She's probably... She's still kind of drunk. And you imagine how awkward it is when she's like, Hey, that's my tiramisu. Well, at least my, you're going to fix me a piece of it. My favorite cake. Uh, Who's, whose favorite cake is tiramisu? <laughs> That wasn't born that's in... Pretty, that's pretty bougie. I mean, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? So anyway, they they seem to be getting along pretty well until she goes outside. She's like, Singe, we need to talk about something. And I thought it was going to be something serious. She's like, don't touch my Jack Daniels unless you're going to go to the Packy store and buy me some more. So, y'all, just to make sure, Packy, we're not using a racial slur here. The ABC Package Store, and I grew up calling it the Package Store, not the Packy Store, but that's the liquor store. So the Packy Store is a liquor store. I was going to bring that up and say, I'm shocked that she said that, but now that makes clarity. Yeah, it's the Package Store. uh, They call it the Packy Store. I've heard it before. Okay, good. Okay, good. So anyway, she, now, I could understand her because I don't like when people drink my booze either. However, Sinjin has no money. No money. He nor a car. He can't buy booze at all. He can't work. He so can't the even only buy a pack booze, of gum. No, the only booze he can buy is the money she gives him, which I don't think she's paying him. <laughs> I don't think she's paying him at all. I, you know, I think it's sweet that they're getting along, but also, too, when... I, if you read her face when he was talking to her, oh yeah, she, she had this look like, "Oh my daughter, this bitch has done this before, and she's you're just another pawn in the game yeah, of her I'm, life." I'm really worried. Uh, I I feel sorry for him. I really feel sorry for him. There's been rumors that she's pregnant, and I hope that it is not with his baby because I'm telling you, she will ruin his life. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's um, not going to be good. I want to not not to move things on because I have a massage coming up. Oh um, fuck, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all, literally I waited 20 minutes for him to do his fucking shit. And anyway, now we need to talk about Tania's roommates. <laughs> okay, I I I, I came up with three names for them, and I'm sure that you probably came up with your own. 
Well, their actual names are Tiana, Amina, and Indigo. Are they really? <laughs> I'm not making that up. Those are their fucking names. Those are their fucking names. That actually... Tiana, Amina, and Indigo. You know what? That's their fucking names. Because I was trying to think of more hipster names of like like Pandora or like Zola or some shit like that. I just called like them that. Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. They, <laughs> y'all, these are three women's studies majors. Yep. W O M Y N S. They're uh, insufferable. These are the worst people to be seated next to at a birthday dinner. Like, in other words, you kind of, you know the host, but you don't know these bitches. Uh-huh. But these bitches are across from you. You're going to want to hang yourself by dessert. They are. <laughs> I mean, I never thought we would talk about in a TLC 90 Day Fiance confessional decolonization. <laughs> and they mentioned it just off the cuff, too. Uh, and him being a white cis man. They are, and look, y'all, Jake and I obviously are two white guys. And so we, but we try to be very empathetic to other cultures and try to be open. And so it's not the, but they're, they're actually these people that, Y'all know you've met before that say they're so open-minded, but they're actually so fucking closed-minded. It's everyone you've, all the worst people you've ever known in San Francisco. These are... That's these girls. These (laughs) these are literally, these are the people that fucking, like, uh, hardcore conservative Republicans think are the... uh, They think everybody in California are these people. And... Which is not true. It's like... It's also they're the ones who are enabling her to be so awful, and they exactly. they think they 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 mistake being they think empowerment they they think what they're saying is empowering, but it's actually just obnoxious. They don't yeah. realize it, and it's so interesting how like they talk about they want to support support women, but. They're totally tearing down Sinjin when they know nothing about him. They know him. nothing about they him. They have no, and to me, what a, they're speaking from such a place of fucking privilege of yeah. being from the United States when he literally is moved to South, from South America and oh, given up everything to be here. The whole thing, and they were basically telling her, well, that must be, you're really going to have to, it's not your job to educate him. It's not your job. He just needs to be re-educated. You're not doing it, though. You're not doing it. I mean, I... It was so oh. gross. I hate it. Hate hated them. <laughs> I actually hate them more than I've hated anybody on this season, and they that's saying so something. Awful. They I were would so like, awful. They were horrible, horrible, horrible. Anyway, and the they just the, yeah, they just I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't y'all we deal with this because sometimes like in it's again and like when you work at any time when you work in an activism space you see like queer activists that like. No anybody else is right than them. I just, oh, they were just like, believe me, for people listening, not everybody in California is like that. Jesus. No, no. Almost half the people in San Francisco are like that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Thank God we live in LA. If you, if you, um, if you, if you go to San Francisco, you'll, you'll, you'll see a lot of those. Y'all, that's why Jake um, and I don't live in San Francisco. It's too fucking hippie for us. I would also never stop having sex. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. Let's I wouldn't go. because people need to wear deodorant. That's true. Let's go to the phone call that sh- that Sinjin calls her and says that she has to take. So <clears throat> anyway, so Sinjin she Sinjin is basically saying I haven't talked to you. 
Um, she's like, I gotta go. You know, you, don't you love that phone call? It's like what Maddie does to me when he's like, I gotta go really quick. When I'll pick up the phone. I gotta go soon. Or like when you say, can we hurry this up because I have a massage. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Fair. Ooh, I read fair. you more. Fair. Fair. It um, was horrible. And the way she was like, he kept like... Obviously, he was spurring her on. He's lonely. He was lonely, but she was just, like, so dismissive of his feelings. Yeah. Um, Y'all, I will... She's And then the best, she was basically saying... uh, He's like, you know, um, just call me. Text me when you get home. She's like, I'll do my best. I make no promises. You know how I hate to make promises I can't keep because I am so fucking self-righteous. Because I'm a a strong woman and no man tells me what to... No! Barf! Come Barf. fucking courtesy. Oh. Um, uh, she basically says, I may or may not. <laughs> She's going to be the woman. I hate her. I hate her so much. Oh, I would slap her in the face if I saw her. I would want to. I would have to be, I would have to be arrested for assault. I, she, I, I hope, honestly, I, God, I hope she doesn't have a baby because she's going to fuck over that child so bad. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Like, that child's going to have really bad issues. So, the, she does, uh, um, he, he kind of yells at her by saying, you know, um, uh, she's like, I wish you weren't so sarcastic right now. I wish you could have some more pep in your step and be happy for me. He's like, I'm going to have some pep in my step and be out of here. As he fucking should. Yeah. Ugh. I feel so, I, y'all, is, is anyone out there, come at us. Is anyone out there, Team Tania? Is anyone? You know, do come at us, and I won't... I want to know. Explain it to me, please. I won't judge you. I'm more just... Yes, I w- I'm fascinated to hear your opinion. Unless you're... What were their names? Indonesia? Unless you are... <laughs> unless you're Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Then we don't want to fucking hear no, from you, bitches. No, no. Don't talk no to me. No one does. Don't talk to me. Um, um, I was kind of amazed that two of the three had a septum ring. And not that I have problems with septum rings. I think they can be quite cute on girls. I don't really love them on guys. But these were big gauge septum rings. Ooh. Oh, there's, they have a lot of tantric sits with women. <laughs> a lot. And good for them. Yeah, lots of Ferdinand the Bull stuff. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't into it. Anyway, so at the near the end, the Tamiettes are... Or the Taniets. Taniets, I call them. Uh, they're, like, doing the interview on the street. And they're like, she just needs to own her power. It's fine. Oh, God. That's the problem, is that she just owns her fucking power and nobody else's. I hope else they is. all get dysentery. I hope I gotta all do of too. them get something. I just uh, want to see life happen to them. <laughs> Just, I want life to fucking happen Take a, to you. That one of them has to be an office manager in like, uh, in like a, a, a health club or something. Yes. And yeah. the other one has to like work at a fucking WeWork. <laughs> like, that would, that would be uh, tragic just, irony. I just want them fucking see your own privilege and get used um, to it. Whatever. I think that's all I have. That's all and, I have. And I want, I think it's now time, because I got to get my massage. Oh, Jesus. Um, to get on to our sissy shout out, sissy shout outs. Um, um, I'll go first, because you probably have to find yours. What letter are we on? Uh, I believe we're on M and N, because we did K and L. 
Are you sure? I thought we did Eminem last time. Did Whatever, we? Whatever, we can do it again. Did we? Maybe we should do it again just in case. Because you know if we skip over a letter, they're going to fucking come for us. I don't know. Who did we do last time? No, who? look up, look up, um, uh, here. Look up Alyssa's posts. Oh, God. I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> why don't, while I'm looking, why don't you tell people where they can find us and all that good shit? Y'all, if you want any of our other podcasts, this has been 90 Day Gays. You can find us at www.sissythattalknetwork. Sissythattalk.com. Sorry. I'm glad you fucked the thing I asked you to do up. <laughs> Sissythattalk.com. Um, anyway, and we also, you can find our Riverdale podcast, which is also called River Males. You can find our Sweet Tea podcast, which is Southern Charm on Bravo. Then we also have Bitchcraft, which is Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is coming at, coming back uh, January 24th. And you can find Dear Maddie, which is Maddie's Advice Podcast. Um, also, y'all, we've still got holiday merch going until February 1st. You've got to get your, everyone needs Let It Be. Let my it be mother, is, for Mother Poodle. Let it be! Let, let it, it be. be! I kind of wish you, there was a button you could press on a sweatshirt, and my mother, in her voice, would go, Let it be! Let it be! How stupid! <laughs> <laughs> I wish that, too. How stupid! Um, anyway. Uh-oh, y'all, don't pull over. Don't pull over. That's just a really loud ambulance. Oh my a really God. loud one. Um, by the way, I think we did. We did. Uh, I think we did because we. I'm not seeing M and N, but I'm seeing L. Um, we did K and L. We did K and L like on December fourth. Oh. So I think we are. We did M and N, and I think we're on O and P. Oh, and okay. Y'all, if we messed up, tell us, and we'll do M and N next week. <laughs> so let's do O and P. <laughs> Y'all, life is hard. <laughs> Y'all, we are doing the best we I'm can. I'm doing the best. Do you want to do O or P? Hold on. Now I gotta have to look at a whole different thing. Um. <gasps> I know. I'm gonna do P. Oh, God. All, All right. right. Oh, well, hold on. Then I guess I'm going first. Jesus. Okay. I, oh. I can do. I can do P first. No, I found. I found an O. Okay. okay. Um, today's you... sissy shout out from me goes to. Well, hold on. I'm first. I'm O. Okay, fine. Um, my shout out goes to Sharon. <laughs> oh, her last name starts with O, so I want to say Sharon O. Honesty. <laughs> that needs to rhyme. Oh, but it almost Wanasi. Sharon O'Wanasi? Honesty. Her Wanasi. I did it for you. Wanasi, yes. For instance, her real last name, instead of that movie, it would be like one of the dead, but something of the dead. Yes. Wanasi. Sharon O'Wanasi. Y'all. Sharon O. Wanasi, she was on an episode of uh, In Treatment. Oh. Um, not in treatment of the one that we love. Oh, wait. The one of, oh, of um, Intervention. Yes. She was on an episode of Intervention, y'all, because she's addicted to making big cardboard cutouts of people's heads. 
<laughs> she literally will see somebody that she saw at like Vista Ridge Mall, and then she'll take a picture of them, and then she will stalk them, and and then just bring a big cardboard cutout head to their front door. Oh, and, they, and people think that she wants to kill them, but it's that is she just wants to, she just feels like life is small. Why not be big? And That's so a she great makes, metaphor. So she makes big heads. Also, too. A lot of people don't know this. She makes big heads because she has huge dildos in her closet. <laughs> Giant. I mean, like, huge. I mean, she has those kind that, like, she has to climb up on a stepladder just to get onto. And you go, woo! 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 Yes. But it does, it, it's fine with her because the men that she usually dates are from the Congo. Perfect. So, anyway, that's Sharon Owanasi. Oh, oh, wanna see? Yes, uh, mine is Stephanie. Uh, home says, home says, Schmelkney. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat it, Stephanie. Home says, smell me, <laughs> smell me, <laughs> smell me, Schmelky. Okay. Y'all, I love a good hyphenated name. It's true. And so tell us about Stephanie. Y'all, Stephanie's a trained assassin. She is in her home life. They would never know it. Her kids are her kids are uh, lovely. Three boys, uh, two girls, and uh, she owns a llama too. And strangely enough, the llama is a big part of the assassins. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. The llama, she basically rides the llama everywhere, and so, and they never get to track her, because you can't track a fucking llama. You can. Anyway, mm-hmm, that llama's fucking smart. Its code name is Danger Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make but, a lot of sense. But, uh, anyway... Uh, so Stephanie's out being an assassin whenever she can. Her favorite place to kill people is the Marie Callenders in town. Because Ooh. everybody knows when you're eating a pot pie, you are the most vulnerable to attack. You're not paying attention to anything. <laughs> nope. Which, you know, I've noticed we have a lot of assassins in the sissy squad. I know. They're all over the place. Oh, I know. We've talked about a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, so... Stephanie, um, the last time, the only person Stephanie could not kill uh, that she felt kind of bad about it was um, this, like, kind of this neighbor she grew up with. And she always felt, and she was going to, she was right about to shoot the gun. And then the girl turned around and said, Stephanie, oh my God, you look so pretty. Oh, I love how you're doing your makeup lately. It's got a, you're, you're going heavy on the blush. And then she shot the bitch in the face. Oh. So, you know, it's fine. That's all it's it had fine. to do. It's all. Well, so anyway, that's Stephanie's story. Well, y'all find us on Cameo. <laughs> y'all, that's all. We do. But Poodle and I've lowered our prices, actually, to 20. I need, I, I've lowered mine, too. I need, I need to figure it out. But I'm actually oh, only going to be 20 as well. So you can find us on Cameo. And, y'all, you can tweet us, Instagram us at 90 Day Gays. You can find us there. And you can find me at Jake It or Fake It. And me at The, the Matt Mar. And, y'all, we talk about these people because aren't we all just lonely hearts? <laughs> yes. Boy, you fucked that up. Boy, you know yes. what? Yes, we all are lonely hearts. 
And if you decide to get a 90 day fiance, you're gonna call us. Call us. Call us. Call us. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.